You're listening to the Solidarity Podcast. We're your hosts, Natalia Esteves and Matthew Ondeo. So last episode, we discussed college applications in a COVID world. And I think this episode, we want to go a completely different route and discuss <laughs> the language barrier uh, between second generation Americans and their parents and family. So how do you want to start this off with yeah, so I basically came up with this topic because, um, like, currently, uh, like, my grandparents are in a great state, like, what's the word? Physically or health-wise? That's what I mean. And so, like, I've been thinking about, like, my relationship with them, and I came up with this language barrier because it's been so difficult to, like, communicate everything that I want to say to them because of the fact that there's that barrier there. Mm-hmm. Because they only speak Spanish, mm-hmm. right? Because my whole family's Dominican, and my dad's side, like, like they're literally all immigrants, mm-hmm. right? And so my grandparents, they speak like, you know, they can get by with their English, they can understand a little, but their main language is Spanish. And so, like, ever since I was young, I was always intimidated by speaking Spanish because I didn't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want them to think like, literally, I didn't want them to think I was stupid mm-hmm. because that language felt so intimidating to me because I had to get it perfect yeah. and had to make sure that they thought that my Spanish was perfect. And then so I would never try it. I would never want to practice like any book that my mom gave me that was not Spanish, rejected it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to think or talk about it because it stressed me out so much that I wasn't perfect at it. And, you know, like, I started to grow up, and I have little cousins, like, five, seven, ten years old. And I can see them now, like, from my age, because they are also rejecting it. Mm-hmm. Because they live in, like, an literally 99% um, white town. And they literally have no other friends that can speak Spanish. It's yeah. literally just that family. Yeah. And... It sucks because I wish I was able to surround myself or at least recognize that it's okay not to know every word or every phrase or every conjugation or anything like that, that the effort and the intent is literally all that matters. Yeah. Because even right now, like I will struggle, I'll struggle through my sentence and I'll have to Google translate another word, Mm -hmm. but at least I'm talking to them Yeah. and that's what they value most. Yeah. And so I just feel like I wish I could tell like others that just at least try you know like it's going to be hard it's going to be extra work that your parents didn't have to do or literally your grandparents didn't have to do or anything mm-hmm. like that your older cousins maybe that didn't have to do but the intent matters and even if it's just like you know maintaining small talk with your grandparents or parents even mm-hmm. or anything like that I feel like that's most important mm-hmm. because there's always going to be that barrier it just depends on how you try to weave yourself through it i guess definitely so my situation is kind of similar uh so my entire family is kenyan and my grandma on my dad's side only speaks swahili um growing up swahili was kind of like thrown into my face here and there but it was never like their primary language in my house Uh, my parents did a good job of actually implementing english as well yeah in fact my grandma on my mom's side learned english because she would have to learn how to talk to me mm-hmm. whenever she was taking care of me but no so my grand, my grandmother on my dad's side um 
moved to America um, significantly later than my grandma on my mom's side. Um, my grandma on my dad's side only speaks Swahili, so it's kind of difficult to speak to her. I understand Swahili. I have a hard time communicating back in it mm-hmm. because I don't necessarily know the words. I've never actually like genuinely attempted to fully understand the language in its entirety. But however, just talking to my grandma has actually taught me like most of the words that I need to get by. I only know like very simple conversational Swahili. Yeah. And I guess I I only feel the pressure whenever I have to whenever we end up do going to Kenya on vacation or something of that sort and I have to talk to like cousins, aunts, uncles, etc. Yeah. And they understand they speak English, but uh, when that whenever they're having like regular conversations in Swahili, I'm not necessarily included because I won't understand in its entirety. Plus, they're speaking Swahili very fast. Mm-hmm. I just, can, I like, get that. Mm. But no, nah, yeah. But my grandmother on my dad's side, whenever I speak to her, uh, there's definitely like, I'm definitely like grateful that I'm able to understand sometimes what she's saying mm-hmm. and able to communicate that back. Uh, and I'm actually very glad you shared that story of your grandma. That was that was very beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I just feel like. Especially like what you're saying now, like they'll speak really fast. And yeah. I feel like it's a test every time I have to try to understand the language because um, I went to the Dominican Republic for like a missions trip with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. And they were literally all depending on me to be the translator yeah. for them. And Dominican Spanish is on another yeah. level. It is literally five times faster. Yeah and broken up and everything is slurred together Mm -hmm. and so um i like really struggled like i would have like breakdowns of like i don't want to be the translator but please don't put me in the front Mm -hmm. i can get by but please don't like depend on me to tell you every single word because i hated that feeling of being tested on my spanish or being put in a situation where there's only spanish because like i would i would i'll know it i'll be able to like communicate like you said i can maintain a conversation but if i'm being pressured into that situation i'll forget every word mm-hmm. i'll forget every sentence that i can come up with i'll forget yeah. the response i'll nod and smile and then they'll be like wait <laughs> what's going smile. on <laughs> and then you know yeah. that really awkward conversation yeah. when you don't know what to say back exactly yeah. but i feel like that would happen so many times especially within my family like they would mm-hmm. have casual like spanish conversations super fast and I would have to be like, wait, what? Can you like slow down and say that again? And they'd be like, oh, never mind. Because they'd get frustrated with me because I can't understand them. Mm-hmm. And then I would get frustrated because they won't take the time for me to understand them. Yeah. And I get that from like both of my sides of my family, like both the grandparents. Because they'll speak really fast or I guess like what I said from my grandparents, they're like, um, their speech is getting slower and mumbly and hard to understand. So that's another added pressure because I mm-hmm. want to understand them and hear what they're saying. Yeah. But that other language barrier that's added on top of their health issues yeah. makes it even harder. Yeah. And then with my grandparents on my mom's side, they can speak English, but they prefer Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I try to speak Spanish to them. And then another thing that happens is like, I'll get made fun of because of my accent. Yeah. Or I'll get made fun of because I didn't know. Or I'll say, I'll say Spanish at this one point. They're like, wait, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. And then I'll never want to say it again because I'll get called out in front of everybody. Yeah. So I oh, feel yeah, like, definitely. yeah. I'm glad you brought that Because <laughs> let's say uh, I'll see a family member of mine and they they approach me in English and I respond in, in Swahili. And they're like, oh, you know Swahili? And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I know it. it's, I'm still 
Kenyan, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's still a part of like my life, and like I'm just, it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable sometimes. I hate exactly. Being out. Like even if some, even if it's like a simple response, and they're like, oh wow, like it's almost as if I'm being babied. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's incredibly invalidating when you're trying to be like in the culture, I guess, and understand the language of it, and you're completely disregarded because you didn't know it <laughs> fluently at birth. You get me? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, I guess one thing I'm trying to practice is like being kind to myself because of the fact that I I wasn't born with it. English is my first language. I was born in Illinois, Mm -hmm. grown up in Florida, you know? So I wasn't really like practicing it. You get me? And I guess like what I was saying, like one thing I'm trying to teach myself is like it's okay not to know every word. Like what my, um, like my grandpa's told me is like it's not, um, your job to make them understand. It's their job to understand you. And if yeah. you're trying, then they got to go the other half of the way. Exactly. Especially with the lang- like a language. Like if I'm trying to communicate you in like your first language or anything like that, it would be appreciated to meet, ha- to get met halfway. Yeah. You get me? So that's one thing I'm trying to teach my um, younger cousins too. Yeah. Like just... Throwing it into little everyday things, mm-hmm. it helps get like your brain used to the fact that this is another language that you have to yeah. um, practice or mm-hmm. that you should practice. Because I think it's important to learn the language uh-huh. of the culture. You don't have to be fluent. Yeah. You don't have to know every word. But to understand it a little or get by with it is incredibly important because it makes you feel more connected with your culture. Exactly, exactly. I guess that's exactly another thing that we could uh, teach our our listeners as well yeah um there's there's no need to be fluent at it as long as you're attempting to i think that's all that matters and most importantly i would argue that like don't be afraid to learn it it may seem like a lot it seems intimidating when you're young yeah um just don't be afraid be vulnerable and allow yourself to actually learn or even just know attempt to have conversations yeah in the primary language that it, that is spoken in your household or with the um, the receiver of the conversation. Yeah. I think that's a great stopping point. So yeah. <laughs> you all were listening to the Solidarity Podcast. We're your hosts. Natalia Estevez and... Matthew Ondeo. And please continue to discuss the good, the bad, and the uncomfortable, even if you don't understand the language. <laughs>